Welcome to Ministry in Motion, where we explore best practices for your ministry in the 21st century. Whether you're a pastor or a volunteer in your local church, wonderful things are available for you on Ministry in Motion. Our topic today is prayer, daring to ask for more, and our special guest is Melody Mason. Melody, welcome to Ministry in Motion. Thank you. Now, daring to ask for more in prayer is a real favourite of yours. Let, let me show you this this book that you know very well, a book that uh, you authored. Let me share it with our viewers. And let me just say this to our viewers. Stay tuned. Right at the end of today's program, there'll be a special offer how you may be able to receive your own complimentary copy of this wonderful book. Melody, daring to ask for more, how did it all begin? Not so much the book, but the experience mm. of praying for more. Well, I, I grew up very much as a Christian and mm -hmm. sincere, but I would feel like as a wilderness, wilderness Christianity is what I would like to term it, you know, because we're called out of Egypt to the promised land, mm -hmm. but so often we get stuck in the wilderness just like the children of Israel. Yeah. And really to drive the concept home, I want to share one of my favorite stories and sure. it's about Alexander the Great. Mm -hmm. We know Alexander the Great was a mighty conqueror that lived before the time of Christ and conquered all the then known worlds. However, he was also known as a compassionate ruler. And it is told that one day a year he would have compassionate day where he would randomly select different subjects from his kingdom and they could ask him whatever they wanted and he would often grant the request. It's a very generous thing to do, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. So this one year, um, different people were there around his throne making the request and some were asking for money for food for their families. Some were asking for money to send their children to school and clothes and just basic needs like that. Mm. But this one man came forward and he had a different request. He told the, the spokesman that was giving the king the request, he says, I want a palace. A what? A palace. A palace. <laughs> and the spokesman, the spokesman says, you can't ask for a palace. What do you think you're asking? You know, look at, look at what all these people are asking for. You can't ask for a palace. And the man says, no, I want a palace and I want it fully furnished. Mm -hmm. And I want a large banquet hall for all my friends because I have lots of friends. And he just kept giving him these things. And the spokesman was getting more and more angry. And he's like, you can't ask for a palace. Ask for something you really need. Anyway, King Alexander saw the commotion of what was going on. And so he asked the spokesman, what is he asking for? So the spokesman comes up and tells him, he's like, he's asking for a palace. You know, I told him he can't ask for a palace, but he persists. Well, King Alexander thought about that for a moment. And then he sat up a little straighter and he smiles and he says, request granted. Wow. And the spokesman was like, how can you grant this outrageous request? And King Alexander, he said this. He says, you know, the things different people are asking for, anybody with a little bit of substance could mm -hmm. give them those mm -hmm. things. Uh, food and clothing. That's right. Yeah. Money for basic needs, things mm -hmm. like this. But this man is the first man that has made me feel like the king that I am because only I can grant this request. Wow. And that story has just so heavily impacted my life because I think about one of my favorite passages mm -hmm. is Ephesians 3.20. Let's take a moment to, to, to look at that. Okay, Ephesians 3.20. Ephesians 3.20. Mm -hmm. And it says, Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. More than we 
ask more than we ask or think mm. you know and think about the fact this was just king alexander yeah. but we serve the king of the universe exactly. the one we're told in jeremiah 32 17 that he stretched out the heavens by his great power there's nothing too hard for him mm. and yet how we ask such small things now god cares about the small things we know he cares when we lose our keys when we need money for bills all these things the proverbial sparrow he cares about those things yeah. Yeah. but he wants us to ask him for more and this whole concept has just just changed my life and my whole prayers asking God, show me what you want me to pray for. Mm. Show me how I can dare to ask for more. Yeah. Now, a, a missionary to India had a profound impact upon you as well, Melody. Yes. Share that story for His us. His name is Praying Hyde, John mm -hmm. Hyde, and there's books written about him, the Apostle of Prayer, John Hyde. He went as a missionary to India, and he wasn't having a lot of success. Um, he started praying more, and God started blessing. And after a period of time, just to make the story short, um, he was convicted to pray for one soul to be brought into the kingdom every day through his, his witness. Just one a day. One a day for this following year, mm -hmm. for the following year. And as a result, over 400 people came to know Christ that year. Wow. And w when you think about it, to bring one to Christ, that's, that's not a small prayer in that's itself. Right. That's, that's a huge prayer. That's right. Many of us are praying just to bring one to Christ a year. Exactly. Or, you know, yeah. but he was praying one a day. Mm -hmm. Well, he was convicted the next year after God blessed to ask for two souls a day. And people thought he was crazy, but he felt, you know, God's, God died, you know, Christ mm. died for these souls. He wants us to be praying for them. And that next year, over 800 people came to Christ through his influence. Wow. And the last um, one he was convicted to pray for was four souls a day. And he prayed and agonized and sometimes he was on his knees fasting and praying you know when he hadn't seen that happen and be like lord what's holding back god would show him something or the holy spirit would show him something in his life that maybe he had grieved the holy spirit and he would confess and just seek god and those four souls would come mm. it's just a phenomenal phenomenal testimony wow well two wonderful stories mm. alexander the great and Hyde, Hyde. Yeah, yes. in india and a magnificent verse, Ephesians 3.20. Wow. I'd love to explore more with you about daring to ask for more. Mm. Dare we ask? Stay with us. We'll be right back with more Ministry in Motion. Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. Our topic today is prayer daring to ask for more and our special guest is Melody Mason. Of course Melody is the author of this wonderful book Daring to Ask for More. Stay tuned right to the end of today's program and you might be one of the fortunate viewers who can access a free copy of this wonderful book. Melody, in the first section of today's program you explored with us how Ephesians 3.20 had a profound impact upon you. Yes. We looked at that and the stories from Alexander the Great and praying Hyde in India. But what, what happened in your own personal experience where you discovered the power of mm. daring to ask for more? Well, hearing these stories, and, and I'll just reference praying Hyde specifically, I was so challenged by this testimony, you know, praying for one soul, two souls, four souls um, a day for a year. 
and I was praying and I was like, God, I don't have the faith to begin with to start praying for one soul a day to be brought to the kingdom. I know that's your burden on your heart, yes. but I'm not ready to start there. But I want to see an answered prayer every single day. Okay. I want to see you working in my life. You know, so often when we talk about answered prayers in our personal life, it's like, well, you know, last year or last month or whatever, I had this answered prayer. And I was like, doesn't God want to have see doesn't he want to be working in our lives every single day? Exactly. And so I started praying, Lord, I want to see an answered prayer in my life every day. I just want to know that you're with me and that you're working. And, and I'm not just talking answered prayers like, thank you for waking me up this morning. Mm -hmm. You know, that's mm -hmm. a for granted, taken yeah. for granted thing that God does for us. But specifically, and so I started challenging God, claiming his promises, you know, um, and, and just saying, I want to see you work. And I began to see over that time. In fact, as soon as I started keeping track of it, writing down in a journal the answered prayers, I mean, they were just popping out all over the place. I could not believe wow. how God was working. Wow. So you're praying for specific things, not just hearing a beautiful bird call. Right. You know, it was normally going to be there any day, but you happen to hear it. But specific, important things an answered prayer every day. Give us some examples. Yeah, for example, in Matthew 6, it talks about take no thought what you shall eat or drink or wherewithal you shall be closed. Mm -hmm. At the time that I was really challenged um, to pray this way, uh, I was doing full-time ministry and I didn't have a regular income. And I was like, God, I want to see you provide for my needs. I don't want to have to go to family. I don't want to have to go fundraising. I want to see that you provide and you say that you take care of us. And so I put together what I call my take no thought list, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and that's bills and, and things you need. And one thing that I put on that list, this is really small, but I'll just give an example was we needed gravel for our driveway. We were getting stuck in driveway and I didn't have the $500 to, to get a gravel truck. Mm -hmm. Well, after this had been on my take no thought list a little while, a few months, my dad came into the office where I was working and he says, can you come help me um, drive the truck? We got to go pick up some gravel. And I said, gravel? He says, yes. I said, I've been praying for gravel. He says, you didn't tell me. Anyway, we went, uh, our local church had actually paved their whole parking lot and they had this huge pile of gravel that they, they didn't, didn't need. They gave us, we got like wow. four truckloads, trailer loads, tractor load of gravel. And it was just like my mom told me in all the years we've lived here, we've never gotten free gravel. And I was like, well, did you, you know, yeah. did you pray for it? Anyway, these were the types of things, my, my personal provision that God started doing for me. I, I just, I was like, wow. But beyond that was was seeing changes in lives and okay. souls because okay. ultimately that's God's desire. He cares about the little things. But I would be praying when I'm going places, God, I want you to bring the people that need to be here to this prayer seminar today or this. I, we had a young man walk into one of the meetings we had been in. He had not been in the church in 10 years. He had not seen his family in 10 years, and he chose to come that day that I was there. And you'd been praying for him? I had been praying. About specifically. how long had you been praying for this young man? Well, actually, I hadn't been praying for the young man. I was praying that God would bring the people that needed to be at the program. Oh, wow. His family had been praying for him for years. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, I just saw supernatural miracles, how God worked. I saw people healed, mm -hmm. people that we prayed for. Um, it's, you know, when I pray for people, I always tell them, you know, we know that it's God's will for you to be healed, but we don't know the timing. Yes. We don't know if it's going to be immediate, gradual or not till the second coming. Mm -hmm. And so I'm praying that God will give them the grace 
to walk through whatever he calls. Yes. But we've had people that we've prayed for that like the, the lumps, the breast cam- cancer tumors, yes. after 10 days of praying, gone away. Wow. You know, wow. So I've seen all across how, how God has worked um, in, in restoring marriages. Like in the ministry, I've seen collectively how God has worked restoring marriages, bringing unity back in churches, different things. But I started praying, daring to ask for more. I'm like, God, I want to see this happen in my personal life. Wow. I want to see this happen in my personal ministry. Yeah. You know, this is, this is something we're all to be part of. And I'm, I'm standing in the gap and praying, and I saw it happen. God restore marriages. God bring people to the truth that, you know, I wasn't expecting time after time after Mm -hmm. time after time. And just praying, show me, Lord, what you want me to be praying for. Because sometimes, you know, as the verse says, now unto him that's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that ye ask or think. Mm. So and, and another verse is Jeremiah 33, 3, which says, Call unto me, and I will a- answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which you do not know. Mm. So I was like, God, show me what you want me to be praying for. And he'd give me these visions and ministry, and then the doors would open for that to happen. Yeah. Or the doors would open for us to go here. You know, I've been thinking about the title of your book and the title of today's program, mm. Daring to Ask for More. Uh, daring it's a continual action that's it's right not just dare to pray that's a once-off right. prayer but a, a perpetual daring to ask on that daily process let me ask you a tough question it's in the life of many pastors many church leaders they do pray a big prayer mm. and God may not necessarily answer it in the way that they would like God to do yeah how, how do we cope with that? You know, it really, it really comes down to trusting, to trusting God. You know, Romans eight twenty eight says, all things work together for good. Mm. I have seen miraculous things happen in the prayer ministry, but there's also prayers that I've been praying for for 20 years yes. that I have not seen answered yet. Yes. There's also prayers that I prayed for, um, I'd say maybe 10 or, or more years, that now looking back, I'm so thankful God did not answer the way I asked. Yeah. You know, and so it's really like, God, this is what I feel like you're asking me to pray for. You know, if it aligns with God's word, this is very important. Mm-hmm. We can't just be praying our own selfish desires or whatever. It has to be based on God's word. You know, we'll be talking more about that. But if it aligns by God's word, pray and pray in faith. But if he doesn't answer the way we're hoping or thinking, we still have to hold on. Mm. Faith, not feeling. Faith in his word. He's a big God. Amen. You, you know, and the resources, we've just looked at that a little. Mm. I'd like to explore more about the magnitude of this God. Mm. When we ask this God and we dare, daring to ask for more, what this magnificent God can do. Mm. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more Ministry in Motion. Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. Our topic today is prayer, daring to ask for more. And our very special guest is Melody Mason. Melody is the author of this wonderful book, Daring to Ask for More. Stay tuned right to the end of today's program. It's just in a few minutes and you can discover how you might be able to be a fortunate viewer who receives your very own free copy of this book. Melody, we we have a big God, the God of the universe. Talk to us about that and how our prayers should be to this big God of the universe. 
I have this little plaque that I keep on my desk and I often share with people that says, pray big. big. And, you know, in society today, we talk about dreaming big. Dream big. You know, the sky is the limit, mm. you know, of what we can do. But when I talk about praying big, I'm not talking about positive speaking or affirmations. I'm talking about the fact that we serve a big God. And with our God, the sky is not the limit. Exactly. I mean, this is amazing. Exactly. I just wanted to share with you Isaiah 55, right. verses 8 and 9. Okay, read it for us. It says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Mm. And you think about this, this whole passage and the concept of the great God that we serve. And I started thinking and wondering, you know, like, well, high, higher than the heavens and all of that, you know, how big really is our universe? You know, when I look out at the stars at night, I'm so inspired of the great God that we serve. But when you really talk distance and time, it's amazing, you know, just really quick. And I'm not a scientist, but these things just fascinate me. When we talk about the speed of light, mm -hmm. light travels 186,000 miles a second. Wow. So basically, you snap your finger, light can go around the sun, like, uh, around the earth like seven times. It's amazing. One second. Amazing. Um, in one minute, light will travel 11 million miles. This is just in one minute. Mm. Now, in one day, light travels 16 billion miles. Mm -hmm. So one year, light travels 5.9 trillion miles. We cannot even comprehend how big and how far that is. And I'm not even going to try to explain, but when you look yeah. at our galaxy, our galaxy that we live in, well, let, let's just say our solar system, the solar system that Earth is in is like 8.4 light hours just light hours. It's not a full light year. Mm -hmm. However, our galaxy is 100,000 light years across. This is the galaxy, Milky it's Way galaxy. The capacity of God. The capacity of God we don't even comprehend. Yeah. You know, science estimates the, the outermost realm of the observable universe is 47 billion light years away. 47 billion light years. Phenomenal, isn't it's it? It's a phenomenal number. You know, and in this side of heaven, we're not ever going to understand that. Mm. But recognizing the God that we serve, yeah. you know, yeah. um, James, James 4, 2 says, you have not because you ask not. Mm -hmm. John 16, 24 says, um, here too, have you asked nothing in my name? Ask and you shall receive that your joy may be full. Um, we are told in Matthew 7, ask, seek, knock. We're told in Matthew 9, 29, according to your faith, be it unto you. Um, one of my favorite books in Desire of Ages, 666, says, He is well pleased when we make the highest demands upon him that we may glorify his name. Mm. In another place it says, we limit God. Our faith is, is limiting what God wants to do in our lives. You know, it's holding back. Yeah. You know, we see the story in Matthew how Jesus went into uh, an area, but because of their unbelief, he didn't work any miracles there because they did not believe. So, Melody, what, what would you say to, to, to pastors, to leaders in local churches about daring to ask for more? So my passion 
is to really inspire people to pray God's word. Again, this isn't our own positive thinking or talking or whatever. It's praying God's promises. We're each given a measure of faith, mm-hmm. you know, we're told. Um, but to increase that measure, Romans 10:17 says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so I just challenge people, take the word of God in your hands. When I pray, I take the word of God in my hands. And I'm, I'm just like, God, you said such and such. Right here is where you said in your word that, that you would hear this prayer. You know, like I'm in an impossible situation. You tell us in Isaiah 45, too, that you will break the gates of iron and brass. You say it. And I've seen time and time, ago, time again that God does this. And so my encouragement for pastors and, and lay people and, and everyone in between and young people is realize we can't comprehend who God is, mm. but recognize the magnitude that he wants us to dare to ask for more, not for our own selfish pleasure, but for his glory. He's glorified in our lives when we have big faith mm. in who he is. Absolutely. And trusting him with the answer as That's well. right. Yeah. That's right. Melody, thanks so much for coming on to Ministry in Motion. Thank you. And thank you for authoring this book as well. Thank you. Daring to ask for more. I guess it was a wonderful journey, even putting this together. That was a whole miracle journey. (laughs) It was daring to ask for more. I could not have written that without God's miraculous blessing. Wonderful. Now, daring to ask for more. If this is a book that would bless you and your library and the experience of reading it, and if you'd like to explore a prayer experience of daring to ask for more, then I'd like to encourage you to contact us here at Ministry in Motion. Send us an email, feedback at ministryinmotion.tv and share with us your name and uh, your postal address. And if you are one of the first 20 viewers that contacts us, uh, we'd be delighted to send you a complimentary copy of this book, Daring to Ask for More. You know, this is just one example of the resources that's available on our website, ministryinmotion.tv, www.ministryinmotion.tv. On that website, there is an array of resources that's available to you. Each program of Ministry in Motion, after it's been broadcast on Hope Channel, is available on our website. You can watch them for free, 24 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Pastors, elders, local church leaders have been using them for training, for resources, for inspiration in growing their own personal ministries. We also have other books that are downloadable there on our website as well, books on preaching that have been highly sought after and really appreciated by many, many pastors and elders of local churches. But most of all today, I'd like to thank you, the viewer, for supporting us at Ministry in Motion. And we we thank you for your attention and we thank you for your ministry. And Melody, before we close, once again, thank you. Thank you for coming on to Ministry in Motion. Thank you. Blessing us with your your personal experience of prayer. Mm. This is not just something that you got out of a book, but Mm. something that you could put... Personal journey. Yeah, put Mm. into a book. Daring to ask for more. So it's not just dare to ask for more, but daring to us. We serve an amazing God. Exactly. And so thank you. Thank you for joining us on Ministry in Motion. We wish you God's richest blessing for you, your family, your loved ones, and your ministry. And bye for now.